Welcome to Textination. Joining us is Arthur Dreesen, who's got a blog called Maiden Voyage, A Voyage Without Carbon. Thanks for joining us, Arthur. Thanks for having me, Fred. And you are joining us from the road, of course. You're still on a voyage. Give us an idea of what you've been doing in your Tesla Model 3. Well, you know, uh, I have been traveling America, uh, exploring the supercharger network, trying to see how far I can travel and push the car, uh, whether it be distance or, you know, uh, intensity wise, and to prove that, uh, you know, you can travel the United States in an electric vehicle and not have any worries. So how far, how fast? Well, so, you know, I have put up 115,000 miles on the car now, probably about 105 of those are through road tripping. Uh, uh, you know, I have been on a progressive road trip for about the last year and two months, so about 14 months now I've been consistently on the road. And uh, yeah, so 14 months, 15,000 miles, pushing it as far as I can. Why? Well, you know, uh, I was a day one reservation holder for the car and I received it in April 2018 and I went on my first road trip a couple months later and I absolutely fell in love with being on the road and just driving the, the car long distance and I didn't know if it was feasible to travel the United States, you know, with electric cars being so new. So I... Uh, you know, just decided to go for it. And I haven't stopped yet because I've just fallen in love with both traveling in the car and being on the road. And uh, you're an audio engineer by trade. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, you know, um, I did music my entire life. Uh, you know, started playing when I was about four. My family's a music family and uh, moved to Hollywood when I was 25 and did internships in the studios and worked for a bunch of producers in the studios and then, you know, uh, have just been doing uh, both artist management and audio engineering uh, ever since then by trade. So a Model 3, Tesla's uh, smallest vehicle, and there there you are with over 100,000 miles on, on, a, on a road trip. So tell us how you do that, how you carry everything that one imagines you need to bring along. Well, you know, surprisingly, the car has lots of space. Uh, you know, being one person on the road, of course, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, I don't have to fit, you know, the amount of space stuff for two people. But, uh, you know, I can fit everything I need in the Model 3 with space to spare. The trunk is enormous. You've got the front, you know, the front trunk where the engine traditionally is in a car. And uh, you, you, so that's a space. And then, um, you know, I really haven't had any, any worries keeping anything that I need. I've got a cooler, I've got a dry box, I've got a suitcase, I've got workout gear, I've got my computers and my cameras, and I can fit it all. And do you sleep in the car often? Uh, you know, there's a good amount of times. I uh, switch it up between hotels, hostels, and sleeping in the car. Uh, the car itself, so with it being having so much space, when I uh, 
lay down the back seats flat, um, I can lay down flat. And actually, I've had friends that are six feet tall tell me that they do the same thing. And so you get a little travel mattress and you lay it out there. And so I usually use that for when I'm doing national parks or I'm in more remote areas. But it does come across, you know, pretty often. And of course, the, the Tesla has the I guess they call it a camping mode. At least some call it that where the, your climate's yeah. controlled. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's been times I was, you know, I got caught in a blizzard uh, in the Rockies and, you know, I had to stay in the car because I couldn't, you know, drive through through the blizzard and you, you just turn the temperature up to 70 degrees and it keeps it climate controlled and, you know, it'll use a good 30 percent of the battery doing it at night that way. So you got to make sure that you have enough battery to do it. But uh, yeah, it's climate controlled and you don't have to worry about anything. It's it's comfortable and you got the glass roof on top of that. So you can just stare at the stars all night. How many states have you been through? I've been through all 48 of the conti contiguous uh, states. Wow. And uh, I plan on going to uh, now that they just opened up the Canadian supercharger network, the trans Canadian one before they just had them in, you know, the big cities. And so I'm planning on tackling that this summer and then going up and uh, hitting Alaska through some uh, level two chargers while I'm up there. What have you learned about the the Tesla and and the and the supercharging network that may have surprised you? Well, you know, uh, one thing that I learned about the Tesla is, uh, you know, they I, I guess they call it hypermiling in the Tesla community. But if you are worried about running out of battery and you slow down to 55, uh, you exponentially save battery. I've tested it a couple times where the speed limit is 80, but I've you know got in the right lane and thrown it on 55 and I'll save an extra 10% to 15% on what the navigation says the battery will be. So I've found that in remote areas, you know, slowing down and if you're worried about your battery, that can save you in any situation. And with the supercharging network, you know, I didn't know how vast it was. Uh, and it, it is just absolutely fantastic. There's thousands of them throughout the entire United States. And, um, you know, I haven't really, really had much trouble at all finding a place to charge. Usually they are about, you know, 75 miles away from each other. And I, yeah, it's just been absolutely amazing to learn how well they've planned their networks for traveling. You know, a lot of people uh, love the idea of buying an electric vehicle, but worry uh, about this whole issue of, and have this range anxiety. So your message to them yeah. is you're not just traveling on highways, right? No, no, I'm not traveling on highways at all um, or all the time either. You know, sometimes if I'm going into more remote areas, I uh, have to access, you know, uh, app like PlugShare, which will show me more level two chargers and stuff like that. But um, with the destination charger charging network, which is, you know, the network that Tesla has at hotels and stuff in combination with the supercharger network and in combination with using a site like PlugShare, you know, you can really go anywhere. Uh, Right. A month ago, I was up in North Dakota for three weeks and there's no superchargers there at all. And I was still able, even with, you know, negative 20 degrees hitting my battery pretty hard, I was still able to explore and, you know, go all over the state. So range anxiety has completely been taken out of my mind as a worry.
You haven't had uh, many or any close calls? You know, I've had some close calls, you know, especially when it gets cold. I've had had some close calls, you know, out on Indian reservations uh, or, you know, out near the borders um, or, you know, deeply exploring a national forest. Uh, But if I keep my eye on it, you know, then I can uh, I, I, I can save battery by slowing down. And Tesla has this really cool thing that you can view in real time where it shows you your energy usage. So if you are worried about your battery, you know, for instance, I was going to Texas Big Bend one time uh, over by the Rio Grande and I put in the visitor center point, but I didn't put in the actual Rio Grande. So there was an extra 20 miles I had to throw in there. And uh, it told me I was going to get back with negative 5%. But being able to monitor that energy usage graph, I was able to slow down to, you know, 40, 45. And, you know, going between that and 50, 55, I was able to get there pulled up with 1% and uh, still made it. So there's been a couple close calls like that. But uh, if I keep my eye on it, you know, then I don't worry. So tell us about the economics here and and what you've had to spend to to keep this vehicle going? Well, so uh, service wise, you know, I'm only besides tires, I'm only about $500 spent in maintenance on the car. Um, I have had two control arms for the suspension replaced, which uh, I attribute to driving on rough roads and going out into those reservations and stuff. And then I had one door hinge replaced. The two control arms were replaced under warranty and the door hinge I had to uh, repair, uh, pay for myself, and that was about 500, 400 bucks. Um, So that's maintenance, which is amazing. Uh, Tires, I've had to go through a little bit more. Uh, I average my tires out at about 20, 25,000 miles. Um, So that gets a little bit more pricey, but uh, I've found a good tire with a tread wear warranty that saves me some money when I have to replace them because I'm not getting the full tread wear out of it. Uh, when it comes to the fuel savings, you know, I do a lot of supercharging, which averages out to about six cents per mile. Um, and I drove a Honda Civic before this, and I estimate I've saved about uh, $10,000 in total on gas um, since switching over. Uh, and that's using Los Angeles gas prices and then the supercharging price as well. How long are you going to keep doing this? Well, you know, it's uh, kind of infinite right now. I would, I would love, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it with a field of dreams aspect. You know, if you build it, they will come. I'd like to, you know, uh, continue educating people uh, about traveling in, in EVs with my experience. And so the more I can do that, the better. Uh, you know, right now I've got it planned through the end of the summer, but really I had only had it planned through the end of the last summer. So it just keeps keeps going. We'll see how long I, I might want to hit it to be the first, I was the first to hit hundred thousand. So, you know, now the goal is to be the first to hit 200,000. And any words of encouragement from Tesla or, or, or Elon? Uh, no, you know, they, I've talked to Tesla a little bit, but only on the, the low end, you know, I stop in all the service centers and stuff. Um, and I, I haven't heard back from Tesla personally, but the Tesla community has been very supportive of me and I'm, uh, actually, uh, getting some supporting words from EV events and stuff like that. I'm, uh, on my way to one in Florida in a couple weeks and going to be hanging out and talking there. And so 
Where can people follow you, Arthur? So on Twitter, I am at M Carbon. On uh, Facebook and Instagram, I am Voyage Without Carbon. And then the website is voyagewithoutcarbon.com. That's voyagewithoutcarbon.com. I know you got to hit the road. <laughs> so, yeah. Arthur Dreesen, thanks for taking the time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Fred. I really appreciate it. Cooking with the power of the sun. Hi, I'm Fred Fishkin, here to tell you about the latest innovation from my friend Patrick Sherwin and his great team at GoSun Stove. The GoSun Fusion has arrived using the company's tried-and-true reflectors and a solar vacuum tube to get you cooking without the mess of charcoal, heavy propane tanks, or smoke. A really bright idea. And with an optional solar panel and battery storage and the ability to plug in at home or on the road, you really can use the GoSun Fusion to cook anytime and anywhere, day or night, rain or shine. I love what Patrick and his team are doing, and so will you. Want to learn more? Head to gosun.co to check out all of the company's products and innovations, and use the code TEXTANATION to save 10%. That's gosun.co. 